When the phone rang, I knew it would be Alexa calling from Boston with bad news. It was a time for an update on the family. Mother was going home, and in a way, I envied her. The sun was going down, setting in that purple haze that makes you want to get out and walk along the beach. I picked up the phone and stared out the window. We are a people communicating across the miles, and the sun and earth continue the circling that ignores us. It drives us to drink and eventually too late to make a difference, to distraction. She's not well, Will. I know. I had a dream about her last night. I'm usually the one with dreams. No, you're the sleepwalker. I'm the dreamer. You better get out here, though. Shana rolled over groggily, next to me in bed, and swept her brown, curling hair out of her face. She didn't take the news very well, even though she didn't say so. We'd been planning a long weekend in Mazatlan. I was going to teach her how to surf. We'd known each other only three weeks, but I thought she might at last be the one, the curator of my dream. She had an easy way of getting out of bed in the morning and letting herself out of the house. She promised she'd come and take Rubio, the rescue dog, for walks and feed him every day. The San Diego airport was packed with families fleeing California, with their belongings tugged along behind like spinster ants. In the dream, Mother had dropped from the bridge, stiff as a step dancer. I had been unable to save her from the cold black water. After the red eye and the red line, I was walking down the hall on the cardiac unit, at Massachusetts General Hospital. Dr. Shellhammer mumbled that basically the pneumonia had been too much for her to get through.